best part of waking up is having hope in your cup. I'm Stephanie Winslow, and thank you for coming to Cup of Hope podcast. Uh, it's my privilege and honor to be with you. Thank you so much for stopping by the channel, and I know that you will find hope in your cup to be full and overflowing as you dig into the Word of God with us in uh, study and also in prayer. So grab your cup and let's fill it up with the hope that God has in store for us. Thank you for joining and enjoy the show. I'm Stephanie Winslow, and I'm so grateful to be with you this morning to bring to you a message from the Word of God. Let's lift up our cups together today and ask the Lord, Lord, would you fill us up today with the hope that you have in store for us through the power of your Word? Every day, God has a new blessing, a new teaching, something for us to learn. We know in um, Isaiah, he says, see, I am doing a new thing. Do you not perceive it? How much of what God is doing in our midst and around us do we not perceive? Do we not even see because we're so busy focused on ourself? So focused on what we want, what we need, um, and trying to get our to-do list done and accomplished instead of surrendering first to God and asking him what his desire and his plan is for us. And I believe that is where we can be filled with hope is when we lay ourselves down before him. It's because when it's left up to us in our own strength, we fall short every time. We fall short every time. Um, but with God, all things are possible. With God, we can have hope. And just as this verse behind me says, that he is our our hope is like an anchor, firm and secure. So even though our world may be turned upside down, uh, storms come, we can still be firm and secure in our faith, knowing that God is with us and for us. Uh, this month, we have been talking about this word gentleness and looking at Jesus and God as our examples of, of what gentleness looks like, um, how to live our lives with gentleness. And this week is no different. We're going to be talking about gentleness. Um, and again, the, the, the tagline for this whole month has been Learning to be gentle when it's easier to be harsh. Learning to be gentle when it's easier to be harsh. One of those seasons of our lives when it's easier to be harsh is, is when we are weary, when we are heavily burdened, when things of this life feel like they're just piled up on top of us and we are, we've had it, we're up to here, we're done. Um, we feel overwhelmed with the weight of life um, and the pressure of life. That's when we know uh, we can read in scripture and in, in, in Matthew 11, 20, 28, Jesus says to us, come to me all you who are weary and heavily burdened and I will give you rest. We know that promise. I, if you've been around the church at all for any length of time, you've probably heard that. Come to me all you who are weary and heavily burdened, and I will give you rest. But what I want to specifically talk about today is the verse that follows it, uh, and that is verse 11, uh, 29 of Matthew, and it says this, 
and I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Let me teach you. Let me teach you because I am gentle, humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your soul. Let me teach you. And other versions of this verse say, take my yoke upon you because I am humble and gentle in heart. Take my yoke upon you. And this, this version, the New Living says, let me teach you. And as I was preparing for this, he, here's what uh, came to my mind. It's in this taking on of, of the yoke, it's taking on this servitude right? Taking on the servitude. And Jesus is saying, let me teach you what it looks like to be a servant. Let me teach you what it looks like to be a servant. Let me teach you what it looks like to take on his yoke. Jesus took on the posture of a servant. He took on the posture of a, a humble person who, who chose to go low instead of you know, instead of living in and relishing in all of all of his fame and glory and acclaim on this earth, he chose to go low. He chose to be a servant of all, even though he's the master of all. He chose to serve out of his place of uh, uh, of humility, out of a place of um, where everyone was was against him, basically. People were speaking um, false accusations against him. And as he was coming before Pontius Pilate and, and claiming all kinds of things against him, and yet he never even put up a fight. He let God do the fighting for him. He let God intervene. And, and yet here he is teaching us this very thing. Let me teach you. Let me teach you what it looks like to be a servant. Learn from me how to serve others. And that's even in your place of, of deepest desperation, come to me, all you who are weary and heavily burdened, and let me teach you what it looks like to serve. Because we get to this point of recognizing that serving other people isn't about serving them out of our own strength. It isn't about serving others out of what Stephanie can do. It's not about me and having str my strength to serve others. It's about allowing God to be the Lord of my life that I'm willing to give over my burdens to him. I'm willing to come to him and give over all, of, all that I'm carrying to him. I'm, I lower myself before his feet. I surrender myself to him. And he says, let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart. This word humble is just that. It's being lowly. That we can be brought low in our grief. I know this uh, firsthand that there is nothing in my life that has brought me to my knees more than a broken heart. More than loss. It's brought me to my knees to, to feel so 
so desperate. Lord, take this pain away. Take this um, hurt away. Take this grieving heart away. Only God can do that. And yet he's using that piece of, of a lowly spirit where I come to him humbling myself before him and not just wanting to breeze my way through it and ignore the pain, ignore the hurt, but willingly coming before him and confessing my brokenness to him. And he's saying, let me teach you. Let me teach you what it looks like to be humble. Let me teach you what it looks like to be gentle. You can learn from me. This gentle spirit that Jesus had that he's talking about here, this mildness of disposition, it's a meekness that, that says before God this very thing, that I am wholly reliant upon God for my strength. I am wholly reliant upon God for my strength. That is what gentleness and meekness symbolize. When I can live from a place of gentleness, not needing to be puffed up, not needing to have my name known, not needing to be um, to, to to have accolades and praise and and wanting to have my agenda met and get my to-do list done, when I'm not living according to the will of Stephanie, but I'm living according to the will of my Savior Jesus Christ, that meekness, the fruit of that is meekness, but it's this understanding that I need to live my life wholly reliant on God. And I do believe that God will allow us to walk through things that take us to that place where we can learn that he's God and I'm not. He will take us to places of desperation, to places of, of great need so that we can learn and understand our true neediness for him. Because life without him, it doesn't matter. Life without him is, is pointless. Life without him is empty and void of meaning and purpose. But with him, he puts meaning and purpose in it all. So he says to us, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened. Because that weariness, that heavy burden brings us to our knees before him in surrender. And it helps us to recognize our desperate need for him. And that is where he can place his yoke upon us. That we get to learn what it means to live as a servant of our God to serve others around us because we aren't reliant upon our own strength, our own agenda, our own neediness. We're relying on God to fill our hearts, to take away that uh, weariness, to fill us up with his hope and his, his peace. And then like the verse says, you will find rest for your soul. You will find rest for your soul. My soul needs rest today. I don't know about you, but my soul needs rest. Um, 
Marshall and I were talking last night just about this whole process of, of entering into grieving and, and allowing God to, to actually heal our heart. That we don't just quickly, you know, slap a couple band-aids on it and then move on back to normal life and, and digging in and just getting things done and hammering through life and, and being numb. But allowing God to really heal us. The the former scenario of just band-aiding it is he, he Marshall compared it to my daughter, I think I mentioned this last week that that she broke her foot and so she's been wanting to hobble along walking on it with her boot that she has and he likened what she's doing to what I've been trying to do which is I've been trying to hobble along with a broken heart um not recognizing that I need to just surrender and use God as my crutches. Let him be my crutches, let him hold me up. Instead of trying to hobble along on my own with a, with a broken heart, I need to come before him. You need to come before him with your weariness, with your heaviness, with all of it. And let him be the one that put he puts his arms up under your armpits and gives you the support and strength that you need that only he can provide. Come to him, all you who are weary and heavily burdened, and he will give you rest. Take his yoke upon you, for he is gentle and humble in spirit, and you will find rest for your soul. Because it's not about being strong enough to handle the weight of all that is going on around you. It's not about being strong enough. It's about being willing to be surrendered enough so that he can be our strength. Allow him to be your strength in the midst of the weariness, in the midst of the, of the burdens that you're carrying. Let him be your crutches and hold you up and be your strength. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father God, I just come before you this morning and I'm, whew, I'm just so grateful for your presence, Lord. I'm so grateful for how you continue to mold and shape and teach us, Father. I thank you that Jesus was our teacher, that he is our teacher, that he teaches us what it means to be surrendered to you. He teaches us what it looks like to have a posture of servitude. That we go low instead of trying to, to look big, to look strong, to look put together, to look like we've got it all together, God. I thank you that Jesus gives us strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow, as the song says. Great is your faithfulness to us, Lord. Great is your faithfulness to meet us in our neediness. God, I pray that today that we would be willing 
to, to hand over to you our burdens that we are trying to carry on our own. Help me today, God, not just limp along with a broken heart, but to come to you with my whole broken heart and trust you with it and allow you to meet me in my neediness and heal my broken heart. I pray the same thing over all of my brothers and sisters who are watching, who are trying to hobble along with a broken heart. May you give us rest for our soul today as we choose to enter into surrender, as we choose to sit before you in stillness. Give us rest for our souls today, Lord. Father God, I pray that as this word was sent out, as your word tells us in Isaiah, that every time your word is sent out, it always produces fruit. So God, I'm thankful for that. We are claiming that fruit today. And God, may you receive the glory for that. In Jesus' precious name we pray, amen and amen. Thank you for being with me today on Cup of Hope. Uh, be blessed, be well, and I will see you back here on Wednesday. Bye-bye. Blessings to you, Cup of Hope family. I hope to see you tomorrow as we join back together on Cup of Hope. If you're in need of more hope or more resources, you're looking for something to read or dig into uh, to find out more about God, you can go to my website, stephaniewinslow.com, stephaniewinslow.com, and find more helpful resources there. Blessings, Cup of Hope family, and we'll see you tomorrow.